Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In today's session, are you feeling increased pressure these days? Are you affected by the amount of change and challenge in your environment? Are you feeling the need to perform in not the easiest of conditions? This is part two of Performing Under Pressure Week. And today, we're going to examine how we look at pressure, what's known as our default appraisal, and how this default appraisal, this way of looking at pressure, has a huge impact on our ability to deal with pressure. Let's walk. Out and walking, moving as we are able on this glorious day, feeling our feet on the ground, our belly rise and fall, standing tall. It's great to be with you today. If you're new to the last 8% morning, we integrate three things movement in the form of going for a walk, mindfulness, and mental training exercises that we have used with Olympic athletes and NFL and NBA teams, U.S. Army, Navy, lots of different individuals and organizations around the world. So we start by walking or moving as we are able, and we pay attention to our belly and our body. So just feel your feet on the ground Just note what it feels like when your foot contacts the ground. Just be curious. Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose as if our life depended on it. And while it might not seem like our life depends on it right now when we do this in the morning or at lunch or after work, People do it at different times. What I can tell you is that when we face our pressure moments, our last 8% moments, paying attention well really does at times uh, mean our life is depending on it. So just walking, feeling our feet and our ankles now. Feeling our lower legs. And we follow a BIG structure. We make our bed, and now we pay attention to belly and body. We then move to idea of the day or identity, one of the I's, and then to goals or gratitude, one of the G's. 
But right now we're just paying attention, just being where our feet are. Now move to your hands and wrists. Again, we're not trying to do anything special. Just pay attention. Just be curious. And feel our belly rise and fall. By the way, if you're new, you won't know that our suggestion is to go with your belly, but you can also go with your nose. Feeling that most acute place in your nostril where you feel the breath come in and go out. And looking around, feeling grateful to be alive. Feeling so fortunate to be able to be present and to count our blessings and set our day up, prepare our day, set the tone for our day by taking some intentional action, which is what we're doing. So now move to your head and neck. Just again, be present for whatever you can feel, whatever physical sensations. You might notice some unpleasant sensations. If so, don't try to change it just tune in. You might sense some areas that are not calm or calm or neutral. And again, just know and just bring a curiosity. And that's it. Over time, if you've been with us for some time in this morning routine, you start to gain a confidence just that just by paying attention, it changes. And not by our, us trying to change it, but just by bringing a curiosity. Something happens. So I'll just leave that to you to discover. And now moving from mindfulness of movement, of our belly and body, of calm, not calm, or unpleasant, pleasant, to mindfulness of the idea of the day. So I've got a couple of quiz questions to start. Again, standing tall, walking. Here's the first quiz question. How many types of muscle are found in the body? You might say skeletal. You might say cardiac, which is our heart, and you might miss smooth muscle. Now, there's a reason I'm talking about each of these types. We're going to leave cardiac for now. We're even going to leave skeletal, except for one important point. Skeletal muscle, thinking about your biceps or any muscle, let's say in your arms or legs, for instance. If you want to move those muscles you need to take voluntary action. It needs to be intentional action. And so you choose to you know, lift your arm and you need to use a number of muscles to do that, maybe mostly the bicep. But that's a voluntary action. And we can only move skeletal muscles by doing voluntary action. Now we also have smooth muscle. And smooth muscle 
is involuntary, which is to say we don't choose to move our skeletal muscle. It does it on its own. Think about now our blood vessels. Our blood vessels are lined with smooth, smooth muscle. And our smooth muscle on its own pumps. And it pumps oxygenated blood from our heart to our big muscles to our brain. And it does it every moment. We don't have to sit there and say, okay, pump now, relax, pump, relax. It just does it. Okay, that's the first quiz question. We'll come back to why that matters in a minute. Second quiz question. Did you know that you have a a habitual way of seeing pressure? We call this a default appraisal. So we appraise pressure. We praise every situation, quite frankly, but we appraise pressure situations in one of two ways. Are you aware of that? Well, let me tell you, one of the ways that we appraise pressure is by seeing it as a crisis, as bad. And it actually makes sense because pressure for most of us does not feel good in the body. And I'm going to suggest you go back to the first episode of Performing Under Pressure Week to understand how pressure shows up in your body. But when it shows up, it doesn't feel very good. In fact, I worked with an MBA coach once for quite a long time who was so overwhelmed by the physical sensations and the thoughts of pressure that he experienced before every NBA game that he would get physically sick. Now, if you're not an NBA fan, I can tell you there's a lot of games in an NBA regular season, preseason, and postseason. For him, there was almost 100 games that year. So he'd get physically sick before every game. And in fact, when we started working together, he said, JP, I don't think I want to coach anymore because I don't want to feel this anymore. Okay, so here's the thing. When we have a default, and I'll, again, come back to physical sensations in a minute, but when we see our pressure situations, when our default appraisal is to see pressure as a crisis, as bad, there's a number of consequences. Number one, it elicits fear of failure. We become more sensitive to failure. It impairs our short-term memory. It narrows our focus. We become very mentally rigid. It even saps our energy. And almost more importantly is that, think back to those smooth muscles. When we see pressure as a crisis, it changes our noradrenaline-adrenaline ratio. I won't go too much into that. But it increases noradrenaline. And what that does is it constricts our blood vessels. So literally those blood vessels that are pumping oxygenated blood from our heart to our big muscles and our brain, the blood literally gets stuck in these constricted blood vessels. And this is one of the reasons we underperform. But most of us don't even realize that we have this default appraisal. And most of us don't realize we have a choice in how we see pressure. We don't have to see it as a crisis. And we don't have to equate the uncomfortable or unpleasant physical sensations that we experience during pressure as bad, as negative, as something that might threaten us. We have a choice. We can see pressure not as a crisis, but as an opportunity. 
as an opportunity. And what's amazing is that when we see pressure as an opportunity, it changes the noradrenaline-adrenaline ratio. So now we have more adrenaline. Now we get more vasodilation of our blood vessels. And now blood goes to the big muscles more easily, up to the brain, so we can think more clearly, we can move more easily. And this is all driven by the choice. And this, this is actually quite a big deal because we always thought smooth muscle was involuntary. Now we realize we have an indirect effect on our smooth muscle just by how we see our pressure situations. So here's what I'd like you to do right now. Think about a pressure moment you are currently facing. And I want you to come up with 10 reasons why this is an opportunity. And you can come up with any reason. And by the way, you don't even have to believe the reasons to start. Like when we do this with athletes, we literally tell them, compile the list, but you don't have to believe each of the reasons right now. Just write out whatever you think might be a way to see this situation as an opportunity. And so I'm going to ask you to do that right now. Think of your pressure situation and think of all the different ways you can see it as an opportunity. Are you still thinking or has your mind wandered? So there are a number of ways that we can see this as an opportunity. We can see our pressure situations as an opportunity to grow, to learn new things, to transform ourselves. By the way, go back to the heroes journey week or heroines journey week to really get into this idea because it's a powerful one but in this case if we can see our pressure situations as opportunities it changes our physiology it changes how we feel and what we focus on expands this is a huge power tool for us And I want to challenge you to, when you start to feel the physical sensations of pressure coming on, ask yourself, how am I seeing it? As a crisis or as an opportunity? And then come up with your list. What's amazing is that um, when I've I've worked with now athletes for many years, and the first Olympics that I worked with an athlete, uh, a team with, was 1996. And I'm very close with these athletes now. And when we go back and we think of those moments, We see them so differently. We see them as we were really living. We're really engaged. We're really kind of challenging ourselves, And it was such an exciting time. And so we don't need to be Olympians to, to see it in the same way. When you've got a big presentation or you've got a lot of pressure you're facing, this is actually an opportunity to be fully immersed in the moment. And it's actually what makes life all the more interesting and colorful. It's when we're truly alive. And so if we can see it that way, that that's an opportunity, that we're fully alive, it really makes a big difference in how we show up. So performing under pressure week, second second session, second episode, 
is are we seeing our pressure situations as a crisis or as an opportunity? And this is our choice. So now moving to gratitude as we finish off our BIG structure. I want you to think of five things that you can feel instantly grateful for without working very hard. What comes to mind as you're walking and you're standing tall and you're feeling your breath at your belly? Boy, just to have a belly, how fortunate are we to have legs, to have people who care about us in our life? What is it for you? So as we're finishing, I want to finish with one of my favorite quotes by, I think, one of the best coaches in sport, let alone in the NBA. So as we're walking, feeling our feet on the ground, Phil Jackson said this. And if you're not a basketball fan, he was a coach of the Chicago Bulls, L.A. Lakers, uh, and he's won 11 championships. He said, In basketball, as in life, true joy comes from being fully present in each and every moment, not just when things are going your way. Of course, it's no accident that things are more likely to go your way when you stop worrying about whether you're going to win or lose and instead focus your full attention on what's happening right this moment. So let's bring this energy into the day. Have a wonderful day.